ladies and gentlemen out there listening. Thank you again for coming back and listening to another episode where today I want to talk about players and recognizing one, the red flags and really all the above. I think there's one thing specifically that I want to give you that I use to help identify this over really any list of things that you maybe have used before or even using to base your judgment off of a player at this point in your life. And we're going to talk about that in a second, but can you imagine heading to the beach this summer and forgetting one of the most essential items? That's right, a pair of sunglasses, but you're wondering where to get them. If you're like me, you want something unique, stylish, and long-lasting for an affordable price. And Jade Black is known for affordability and luxury all into one. I've been wearing these shades for a few years now, and I can tell you I've never been happier. And as someone who is used to wearing designers for many years, Jade Black has the same exact feel and I am a hundred percent serious on that and if you're a lady out there by the way their new women's line has a touch of class for each and every one of you out there and you can head to jadeblack.co and use code ANT10 for 10% off of your order don't forget your shades this summer they're super important and you can do that by heading to jadeblack.co and using code ANT10 so I want to talk about kind of this list that I think is very public knowledge in identifying a player, really the red flags in it and how I feel about it. So I think we both know this pretty well. If someone is coming at you and they're throwing crazy compliments at you at a rate that you've never seen before, maybe you have, and then they continue to make more of an effort by doing something even more on top of that in regard to compliment giving to you. That is one of the biggest red flags, and you and I both know that pretty well. For me, at least, if that does happen, it is extremely unattractive, and I think for you guys out there listening, you probably have been able to identify that pretty well. So anybody that's coming at you throwing compliments that are just super crazy, like I think we all get that, that's kind of common sense. And I think that gets back to more of the psychology, which is this dopamine rush that guys and girls out there will get where they get into their head thinking, how can I get her or him to be into me or to think that I'm different? And I think if this happens to you, I want you to put your drink down. If you're out in a social setting, I'm sure you probably are and walk away. Anything that is emotionally significant early on is just an absolute no go. It cannot happen. And I'm telling you, it is one of the most unattractive things, at least to me, that I've seen in my life. And of course, I've made this mistake plenty of times early on, but that's what this game of life that we're playing and trying to figure out every day is about learning. And I've definitely learned not to do that. So I understand why that's a a red flag in a player. And I think that's probably one of the biggest flags of them all in recognizing a player. So if someone is coming at you and doing that. I think you and I both know they're not entirely that serious, especially really early on. Also something, and I think these are kind of similar, the run to walk method that I like to call it, where 
someone is extremely excited about you and then they just evaporate like a ghost and you cannot allow yourself to get into a cycle where you give them access to you and and they're really like they want to be in your life they're texting you all the time they want to talk all the time and then they just evaporate as I just mentioned if this happens to you once never again do not allow yourself to get into a cycle like that because these people want you for your convenience and that you're always going to be there and then in their mind they're thinking well why am I doing this whatever but also you become more unattractive if you allow yourself to fall into that cycle so that's a huge huge red flag in identifying a player somebody that's extremely into you and then all of a sudden they're just poof gone like a ghost it's a really big one Also, another red flag, and by the way, these two that we already talked about are pretty self-explanatory and common knowledge, and I want to talk about them because I think they're, again, really important to be able to identify. There's this one about how fast someone is willing to bring you into their friend group. I personally don't love that, but I also can see how if you weren't willing to bring them into your friend group... That would mean maybe you don't care about them. You don't think they're significant enough to introduce to your friends, which I think is the underlying meaning to why that is considered one of the red flags. But I don't personally love that, at least for me, because I'm very guarded in who has access to me. And I think that's super important. And you will learn that as life goes on. Less is more. It will always, always be more. And you can trust me on that. So I don't love that one because... I know like specifically I have two really, really solid people in my life that know everything and anything about everything and anything. And I think they would know maybe if something was happening, not only in relationship, situationship settings, but also in your life with really everything. So I think maybe they would know, but if you're talking about really just the crowd or the people that you, I guess, would consider acquaintances because there is a huge difference between a friend and an acquaintance. And I've been learning that pretty much within the past six months. And I think I don't love that. So you can decide what you want to do with that one. But I'm not a really big fan of bringing someone into my friend group to show them that I'm not a player. Like I'm just not, I'm not all about that one. So you can choose what you want to do. But for me, I'm not entirely big on it, but here is the one telling tale of being able to identify a player, recognize a player and figure out how you want to manage and just navigate that situation. I think you can use this with anything in your life, but you're going to be able to use this with identifying a player. Take note as to how effective of a listener that person is. This will tell you everything you need to know even though they're not talking it will tell you everything you need to know and for me specifically I've been in situations where I've been tested on this women will you know casually bring it up and then it'll casually reappear in a conversation later and they maybe don't think that I know that they're doing that Um, I think for me too I've always prided myself on being a better listener than a better communicator and talking I think talking is really important but I've also learned from a really young age that you should probably listen twice as much as you talk because you have two ears for a reason 
And I've always held that really, really close to my heart. And I think that has gotten me where I am today and maybe some of you too. So take note as to how effective of a listener that person is. And you can take this outside of your dating life and whatever you're doing, whatever you want to achieve, take note as to how effective people can listen. Because if they do remember something that you said, that's something where you're not going to like compliment them on saying, oh my gosh, you like remember, maybe you will and you'll verbalize it. I know I do sometimes, but it's really important. So I think that of all of the red flags that we just mentioned about the compliment throwing and how fast you bring them into the friend group and the run to walk method and really just all of that. I think that the biggest telling tale of it is the listening thing. That's it. That's, that's, that is the, the tip of the iceberg and identifying a player. And I think I've, I've recognized that really within the past couple of years, but even more recently, the past couple of months. So yeah, use that. And that, that's going to be really, really impactful into your life. And, and by the way, if you're a guy out there, don't think that you are alone in the stereotype that only guys are players, because I can tell you, I probably know more women who are players than guys. And you're talking and listening to somebody who worked in an environment with professional athletes and they have their own stereotypes too. And I'm not saying that they have not lived up to them or lived down to them at some point, but just know guys, you're not alone out there. Women do this just as much as you don't let anybody make you feel guilty about it. However, you got to do what you got to do. And I know for me at one point in my life, we were all at this, all at this player stage. Maybe you are today. Maybe you're in something and you're thinking about going back to being in a player stage. Just remember every time that you do engage in these player activities, you become more and more emotionally unavailable because you're not allowing something to progress and grow. And I think that cannot be said loud enough. And I also believe that a real reason why people tend to stay in that player stage is, of course, for reasons explainable, but more specifically, I think they feel, and I've definitely seen this in my life a ton, and you probably have too, that you're gaining so much knowledge and you're really trying to figure out with every experience what you want, what you don't want. But for somebody that has done that for a pretty long time, you don't. You really don't. It doesn't help. I think, as I just mentioned, you become more and more emotionally unavailable. And I'm not saying that I'm emotionally unavailable. I think I'm actually too available emotionally. And I, I really do think that's true. But um, yeah, just just know that if you do get back into a player stage, you're going to become a lot more emotionally unavailable because you're not allowing something to prosper and grow and develop into something. And by the way, maybe you haven't found something and that's kind of the reason you're in it. And that's not a problem at all. You can do what you want. It's your life. But just remember that's something that I've learned and I'm, I'm really glad to be able to share that with you guys today. So just remember, use the barometer of like how much somebody is listening to you over anything in regard to identifying a player and really to be able to see what's coming. I think the other things that we talked about where, you know, you have somebody throwing compliments out. I mean, these are like literally hitting you in the face, telling you to run. But the barometer of how much somebody is listening to you is 
one of the most underrated things in evaluating what situation you may be getting yourself into if this specific person is a player. So uh, with that being said, that's the episode. Uh, We do have new episodes coming out uh, within the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about defining a relationship. We're going to have another episode on knowing when it's time to split versus staying in something and figuring it out. Also, we're still going to do that episode about protecting those around you. I know we talked about that last week. Don't forget Jade Black. Everybody out there, if you want sunglasses, they're literally designer sunglasses for like 50 bucks. And if you use my code ANT10 at jadeblack.co, you even get a little bit more off of that. I'm telling you, as somebody who owns a few pairs of these, they're really good. And I love them because they're affordable if you do lose them or they break, which I don't think I've had any that have broken because I've taken really good care of them. So head to jadeblack.co, use code ANT10. You will not be disappointed. Also, don't forget to check out antfrello.com slash partners for all these great deals and discounts we have with some of my favorite companies in the world. And I will talk to all of you later.